Primo production, she put on for a shot. In this big city, I want them to mention me. <laughs> Talk your shit, Bree. Y'all, we back. Um, we are here with the Bree Moore Productions podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. And today we have special guests. We have Flozilla, we have Crystal X, and we have Curtis Mays. They are hip hop artists from Dallas, Texas. Y'all from Dallas, right? I'm just making sure. Right. Yes. Triple D, stand oh, up. Dallas. Hey, South <laughs> Dallas, Texas, Oakland. Where you from, Flo? I'm a gypsy. I done lived in South Dallas. I done lived in Oak Cliff. I done lived in North Dallas. You from I Dallas. Lived. You from Triple D. <laughs> Dallas. Triple D. Okay. <laughs> So I'm gonna let um I'm gonna allow everybody to formally introduce themselves to the audience. So who wants to go first? Ladies first. Sure. Flo, what's up, Flo? Oh, peace, peace, peace. Uh, name is Flower Child, aka Flozilla. All right, it's Crystal X on the mic, South Dallas, Texas. It's Curtis Mays. I'm you know I'm talking about Oak Cliff and has so. Okay, so let's get into it. The topic of discussion is hip-hop. And I'm not even a hip-hop artist at all, but I don't know if y'all know this, but I'm a music head. Mm -hmm. So I get offended when people say that hip-hop is dead because I honestly feel like it's not. Definitely not dead. It's definitely not dead at all. We really got a lot of dope artists. I think people just focus on the mumbled rap. They just think about the negative Aspect and not the positive. Yeah. So how y'all feel about it? Do y'all feel like hip-hop is dead? Hip-hop can never die. Ever. Okay. Because really folks can capitalize on it and they, you know, put it out there in the masses. You know, television is everything. So they putting a lot. I, everything is coming out negative, but there are some conscious, clear, concise, lyrical, dope-ass MCs. You know what I'm saying? They're just not at the forefront, whereas the mumble rappers are. You know, they broadcast that more. You know what I mean? Why y'all think they broadcast that more? Because of the the bullshit ass agenda. Of course, it's called a puppet show, yeah. and I think that more people are attracted to puppets. Think about it: it's bright colors, flashing lights. Substance is more like, oh, he got to fuck with the puppet show first, and then we'll listen to what he got to say. So hip hop not dead. It's just what's on the forefront is dead to the ones that's like listening. Really, yeah, you can't never kill hip hop because what it was founded upon. Now the bullshit that's I heard that people call hip hop that's a different conversation. Is it really bullshit though, or is it like another? Way to express. Oh, you're right. It came. No. I got like, I love you, child. I mean, I don't care. It's business at the end of the day. Um, of course, we got a culture here, you know what I'm saying? There's certain standards and, and certain guidelines that we try to govern ourselves according to what is quote-unquote hip-hop artists, lyricists, whatever you want to tag it. But um, at the end of the day, as far as, far as the bullshit being at the forefront, it just come down to a matter of what's marketable what's easier to consume what can we get the money out of you got because you got if you're looking at 
the the culture as it's as far as like the state of hip hop, hip hop will never be dead, quote unquote. Like month, like just the people in this room. Obviously, we all have a deep love for the culture of this mm-hmm. shit and, and the craft of it, and we take this shit serious. Mm-hmm. So, and it's and it's millions of people on planet Earth who feel the same. So this should never be dead. But at the same time, when you start when when hip hop became a business like a corporation or just something that that because it started off about the culture, wasn't no money involved, but then when the money got, there you go. You know what I'm saying? That's, and that's what any any industry, you feel me? So and, and music is not no different. It's just with the hip hop shit, it's so many things that's attached to just black culture, period. When it comes down to hip hop specifically, that's like our biggest form of expression. Exactly. So, and what's the one thing that black folks have always been deprived of is is finance. Yeah. Money, you know what I'm saying? From from the very start being over here so it's only right and it's only natural that shit you have a two-sided thing to wear shit they gonna pimp the culture mm-hmm. and, and they gonna push the bullshit up and that's what and yeah and it, and it goes back to this this uh esoteric agenda mm-hmm. of, of just trying to control and, and, and influence the bad shit as much as possible but hip-hop as far as it's, it's plenty of good shit out here honestly with the internet shit you we we Pretty much, what you choose, what you want to listen to. Yeah, you, know you know can choose your content. I say that you know, the all the bullshit, time. You gonna go listen yeah. to the bullshit. If you want some substance, you are gonna go for the substance. If you want to balance a boat, you are gonna bounce back and forth. And that's the the beauty of you know what I'm saying just being a consumer in these days. And because back then, you kind of only had what they what they put out there. You know what I'm saying? As far as some underground shit, if it wasn't going on around you on some local shit. You ain't really know about it until it cracked on some national exposure. But mm-hmm. nowadays, with the internet shit, you you find whoever you know what I'm saying, regardless of where they at on the on the scale of it. So. so who y'all fucking with right now that y'all feel like that express exactly what you said about hip hop not being dead? Who's your favorite artist <laughs> right now? For sure, with no questions asked, Nipsey Hussle. And that's not just because of the moment of, you know, the current events. It's like, since Pac, I ain't really had nobody, like, speak to, like, reality, to be honest with you. Like, what he said, um, being exposed to, I've been under a rock for a long time, obviously, when it comes to music, because I've only stuck to, like, UGK, you know, A-Volume, JG, Pac, and I got exposed to Nipsey, like, eight months ago. Like on the in a in a long term way, and I'm just like wait. Since him, since Pac, ain't nobody really resonated with me. So I'm saying that to say like, as long as like me, I look for authenticity. Like if you gonna make some music, it's cool. I like a beat too. You gotta have a balance. I don't always want to go deep all the time. Honestly, sometimes I want to turn up. Right. But in the same breath, it's like as far as what moves me and what motivates me to make music myself. Like Nipsey is the top because aside from the music. When you have somebody who is so transparent to the point to where listening to his music, you don't even got to watch an interview. You know this nigga done live what he said he lived. Like any real, not even a real artist, any person who's a genuine person, you can see right through that. Yeah. And so that's what resonated with me. And that's why he is the top because, man, talk about somebody who had a platform who really like not even motivation is part of it. When you really physically like when you taking steps to move the people like, that's what I fuck with mm-hmm. the most. And, you know, the bullshit or whatever I call it like that. Like, I call it I call it bubblegum music. 
You know what I'm saying? Like you can dance to it, but as far as like after you leave the room, it's done. Yeah, it's done. And it's cool. People need that to just to to yeah for the moment. I mean, like he said, like as far as black people, music. When we were brought over here, shit, we couldn't even speak a language, but we spoke through music. Mm -hmm. So when you find out, oh, he want to rap, you want to rap. Like I can't stand when people down talk. Everybody who want to rap. Well, that's how we spoke first through music. You know what I'm saying? So it's only natural that we want to make a song and. Like Nip, he really he resonated in the sense of this is where I came from, this is where I'm heading, I want to take out with me. Who doing that? Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I probably have to agree with Nipsey as well. But as of lately, I've been working on like my own stuff. So I haven't really been too much in tune of what the radio or what the what's going on with the certain ways as far yeah. as in what's you know what I'm saying, like local artists. That's just been my main thing, like Dallas artists and things like that, just peeping what's going on, you know, what they talk about, what they spit and shit. But um, I have a few, you know, a few that I fuck with out here, you know. In Dallas? Mm-hmm. That's my next question. What about you? See, just in general, uh, I mean, I would agree with Neil. You know what I'm saying? I, I've kind of, like, picked from a lot of different places as far as just, like, Crit is, like, one of the ones for me. Yeah, um, okay. he like sparked a lot of like yeah. inspiration. You feel me? Like yeah. just really, I, I think for him because he country as hell too. Mm-hmm. So and we like you just said we all country, and so it was just something within his his music that just resonated really strong. And so he was somebody I latched on to. Um, Kendrick is obviously you know what I'm saying one of the most pivotal artists of our generation. And I was one of the ones I could actually say I, I, I not necessarily from the start, but I caught in Kendrick like early, early, and so just to even witness his progression, it like, and he's from Compton, California. You know what I'm saying? That's like, just think about trying to make it up out of Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just just the, the the magnitude. Like you think about Kendrick, and he's like globally recognized, and so. I look at shit like that. Um, who was specifically uh, Don Kennedy? Just like on some independent shit, um, and just just independence and owning your own, you know. And he's not necessarily one of the ones at the forefront, but I look at cats like him who kind of play the background and just, you know, musically and on the. I I like J. Cole for sure. Mm-hmm. I like his recent project with Dreamville. Mm-hmm. I think that was really dope. And I think he was able to pull I like the first song, uh the first song um under the sun with the baby. Yeah, I think yeah, he was, intro, yeah. was Yeah, I think he actually pulled that out of the baby. Like he was actually yeah, he actually yeah. pulled something out. So I, I like the I like the mindset of Cole. Like I like the way he moved. I like the fact that he just want us to focus on his work and not his personal life. And I would have to say Nipsey actually uh, spoke to me last year. Like, I really love his music. When I listened to Hustle and Motivate, like, tears was in my eyes because, like I just told you downstairs, Crystal, like, nobody gave me a blueprint to entrepreneurship. So listening to Nipsey is kind of like a blueprint. And it's like, Finally listening to somebody that understands, like, oh, damn, you get it. Like, because I don't get that from my normal conversations with 
my family and my friends. It's kind of like when I'm going through some shit and somebody asks me for a refund. Yeah. And my family like, oh, Brie's going to be okay. And I'm like, no, this was right. a refund, nigga. Like, I'm out here. Like, I, I don't want to refund nobody. And to listen to that, it was like, okay, Nipsey get it. I would also have to say, what's the 5'9"? When I listened to his his last project, uh, The Book of Ryan, I think that's what it was. I had to go to his concert. He was here at I think the trees in Deep Ellum. I don't know the venue. Yeah. It's the trees. I opened up first. Yeah, you was there. Yes. I love (laughs) I love his music. Like that whole because what's the five nine opened up a new perspective of the black man. And because I have a black boy, I've been trying to like get into the black man's mind. Like I want to understand y'all so much. So that project actually allowed me to like tap into the black man's perspective, like where y'all come from. Like y'all got issues too. Like y'all fucked up too. Like, and y'all suppress those issues instead of just like living it out and just being emotional. So I fuck with Cole. I fuck with Nipsey. I love What's the Five Nine. Uh, yeah. Oh, I actually made as of lately. Oh, I'm just just in general. Just in general. Okay, because that's I, I misinterpreted the question, obviously. So because nah, I be listening to a lot of yeah. shit. Yeah, to be honest, I, like they knew to like can, talk. Can I throw some females in the box? Uh, okay, Sarak, Sarak, and uh, Lizzo. Yeah, yes, Lizzo. I, like them. Right about uh, what's her name? Um. Oh, it's a wave of females. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah, it's one. Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Oh, my God. You know what? When Nipsey passed away, when Nipsey passed away, I listened to one of her songs. Like, the moment I found out he passed away, her song came on. And it was about, it was a storytelling song. It was about, um, yeah, Yeah. she's so fucking dope. And uh, Black and Ugly Mm -hmm. is one of my favorite songs ever. Mm -hmm. Like, she's dope as shit. I'm like, of course, rhetorical question. Like, how the fuck she ain't on the forefront? Like, this cause she ain't shaking ass. Exactly. exactly. That that was one. I'll be honest. Like when I first like made the decision to, you know what? Let me take this shit serious. Like, I'm gonna be sexy when I want to be. All that over sexualizing shit. We got enough of ass and titties out. Like, I need to tell y'all niggas something because nobody told me nothing. Like I had, like you said, we had to figure this out. And the music is just one way of expressing, like. Hey, I'm just letting y'all know that the same way y'all learning to confuse, like, grow with me, grind with me. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what, going back to Nip, that's what I got from him. So, like, I just, well, we all understand the bottom line of why certain people ain't, you know, in certain spotlights, but that don't really, to me, it don't validate the quality. Right. You know, so. So, let's talk about local. Yeah. How y'all feel about the local hip hop scene in Dallas? It's gotten better. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I think this shit, to be honest, um, it's like, it's a good time for yeah. Dallas locally. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Watching. Like, yeah, yeah, like we've been watching Dallas. Yeah. People have been watching Dallas for, for a while, though. That's the thing. They ain't like the, you take it back to, okay, like Mr. Pookie, Mr. Lucci days. Even before then, which I'm not just up on Dallas hip hop history that far back, but I've been around long enough. I'm 28 years old, by the way, so I pretty much and my daddy is is 
like I grew up in the same house that he grew up in, like on some family shit. So the same area we from Glendale over in Oak Cliff. So I pretty much local shit was like natural to me. Like that boogie movement, all like I was one of them young niggas out there in the little teen clubs, jigging and oh, you know what I'm saying, dancing and shit. And then when when that shit faded off and niggas tried to front on it and how like nuts. And and really, we was just kind of up in the ray. That's really kind of when I decided really just start writing and whatever. And then I seen it go to the whole hipster uh, alternative. You know what I'm saying? That that arnetic. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I seen it go to that, and then I seen it go to pretty much something that's bubbling nationally. Mm-hmm. And then the Dougie, you even take it back, like I said, back to the to the boogie shit, like with the teach me how to Dougie. That whole situation. If you was a kid yeah. from Dallas. And you and you was and you was in a high school or middle school from from at least two thousand five to two thousand ten, then you know where the whole Dougie shit came from. Yeah, it came from Dougie. Yeah, we was we was mad as hell. I was definitely offended. Exactly, we was like, "What the fuck?" Like they they couldn't even perform here. You know what I'm saying? When they when they got booked or whatever, whatever. So. I've seen it go from all of this, and so to see where it's at today, with now we have those, we've been crying before for years for niggas to get on and, and, and really, okay, Yellow did his fucking thing 2017 up to this point in terms of establishing something solid. Him, uh, goddamn, uh, uh, 10K, uh, Asian dog, Bobby Sessions, Bobby Sessions, mm-hmm. and he and he really been like he he's another one that's been seeing this shit go from this point to this point to the so and we have plenty of other signees and and people just moving and producing like mm-hmm. this is a hub for producing. Yes, like, what's his name? Uh, Ronnie, what's his name? Ronnie or something like that. Ronnie, uh, who the Ronnie Mo? Yeah, him. Oh, Ronnie Mo. Oh man, of course he been, and then he been he doing, been producing yeah, for Iggy. Uh, well, the running money have been doing his part on both ends of it. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, like, I just say, I'll let to say that right now, like, everything we done seen as a local scene as of the last 10 to 15 years, like, now, can't nobody complain about shit now, the way I see it. Ain't no more, like, oh, ain't no support, blah, 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 like, and shit. Yo, ducks in a row, it's enough eyes and ears on Dallas, Texas right now to, uh, make something shake whether mm-hmm. or not it's that deal coming through or whether or not it's this or that marketing company or this or that promotion or this or that opportunity shop you know it's so much going on right now as far as people trying to get their individual businesses off the ground it's already people in music before this whole because i think i i see like a black business shift going yeah, on right now it so, is it's booming right so now. think about how many people's out here trying to make their music dreams and entertainment dreams crack off before then so now it's really like you have no excuse to like you know ain't ain't, ain't nobody fucking with me man please that internet is here mm-hmm. and, and then at this same time you it's like because i like to get out and about when i can and touch people too so and a lot of people skip to do that though so it's like shit if you're not seeing no leeway it falls on you now we mm-hmm. have the tools. With right. all this technology and all the harm it's causing, it's causing just as much. It's, it's just as much as good mm-hmm. that comes along with it. Yeah, you know, you got to utilize that shit. Use tools to back. Right. Locally, nationally, regionally, I be trying to do this shit. People mess up like I think 
when it comes to collaboration. Like some people been in the game for a while, and so they have this like image, like okay, I gotta do the X, Y, and Z. But like me, I'm quick to create something that's inclusive. So if I can network with you, or if I can, you know, your people talk to my people, we can exchange markets. I don't care on what skill it is. I'm gonna capitalize on that. I mean, it may take me six months to plan this shit, but the whole point is like when it comes to some some people just kind of lose focus of you know what yeah I do music but let me go tap into this market right here and see what people talking about it doing you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying and then mm-hmm. you just there's a there's a cross of things existing and then you have like you creating an audience that you never had like on my video like the whole point of I reached out to a few entrepreneurs bring more production shout out was hey. one of them the one of the first ones I ain't have no audience you know what I'm saying nobody know I did shit. But I'm like, how can I get people gravitated towards my shit? People talk about their self. You got a ticket. So let me say people's name. And that's where it started. You know what I'm saying? I had a couple people, and that's when the share started. I got like 5,000 people viewed the video. Nobody ever heard of me. I never knew that you even rapped. Yeah. <laughs> so when you told me to come to the video, I was like, for what? Right. <laughs> you know, what's going on? <laughs> then to find out that you was rapping, I was like, oh, okay. Right. And then you dope at that. How you feel about the local scene, Flo? I think it's dope. I got a lot of favorite artists, you know, I'm fucking with, you know what I'm saying? It's, right. uh, it's nice to see, uh, you know, a lot of them, like, where they started and how they've evolved, you know. Um, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm out here doing my thing, make my appearances, and then I go back under my rock, you know, but I'll be watching, you know, a lot of stuff like that. We'll be dropping music, Rakim and DQ and, and, uh, uh, Moses the Great and, uh, uh, who else out here dope? Uh, uh, Yola Franklin, she dope. Uh, who else out here? I need to write these names Shout down. Okay. Yeah, Ken Honey. It's just yeah, seven to great. Melting pot is so much talent out here. That's for sure. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So another thing that I want to talk about, we're gonna take a quick break and shout out to our sponsors before we get into the next thing I want to talk about. But I want to talk about why is it like the way it is for women in hip hop? Like why only one person can be on top at a time so we'll be right back we're gonna give a shout out to our sponsors peace okay you guys we are back live in Brimore production studio we're gonna speak that into existence so um the next topic is why is it in hip-hop that there can only be one woman on top at a time First, it was Nikki. Nikki did her thing for years. And then Cardi B came around and her Nikki clash. And now everybody talking about hot girl summer. Shout out to Meg. She a Texan. I like that. So um, I just don't understand because when it comes to the men in hip hop, we listen to so many artists. It's so diverse. Like you get from the Migos to the Kendricks. Like it's so diverse. But when it comes to the women, we are only allowed to like one woman at a time. Why is it like that? That's that's bullshit to me. How y'all feel about that? Y'all think I'm reaching? No, it's just because it's a male-dominated industry. And so it's like, if you win this bitch, it got to be one. Like, and you got to be the greatest. You know what I'm saying? Of it. Because it's typically men. Like, that's probably how it's seen. I don't really agree with that because it's like, 
If you dope, you dope. If you rock with it, you rock with it. If you don't, you don't. But mm-hmm. when you got, to be honest, and, and a lot of times it's like a, a herd type thing. Like if one person feel like this way, then you got the masses who gonna follow the most popular opinion about some shit versus reality. And that's just that be the that be the that be the thing because it really ain't gotta be no. It's like that, but it don't have to be like that. But it's just I think it's because it's male dominated. And it's like, oh, you a woman doing what we do? It got to be one versus. But back in the day, wasn't it like uh, Queen Latifah once? And then it was like Sonny Peppers. I mean. We need to get back to that. How did it. Like, what did it happen? In my opinion, it's the the content. In terms of like that whole. One got to be at the forefront or as far as like on some mainstream shit like this. Because you, like you said, it was Nikki. Well, even before Nikki, like, I guess you could say uh, Trina. Trina, Trina maybe yeah. had it. And yeah. then before her, you had the Foxys and the Lil' Kim. Yeah, Kim so, you know what I'm saying? Charlie Eve Baltimore. Yeah. Eve, you know what I'm saying? It's always, you know, just one having a hot moment. But at the same time, I feel like it's just a matter of content. Because, like, you just getting that back then, you had the Queen Latifah's. MC, like, MC Lights, Lights and, and then the Lauren Hills and, and and I mean and you could even say like Foxy she had some sex appeal but she was spit she was killer you know what I'm saying yeah. so same with Lil Kim you know yeah. what I'm saying so I just feel like these days as far as like maybe Nikki on up is always had that it has been that establishment like okay this is the one for now she's gonna get all awards whoever no who Fuck who's nominated. She got the award. Everybody know. She won BET Awards how many times in a row? Mm-hmm. Like six, seven years in a row. That shit is unheard of. Mm-hmm. But why? Because she's the only one that's really kind of, she had the biggest sex appeal. And then Nikki's a monster too. That's not yeah, she like is. she can't rap. You feel me? But she just had the most sex appeal mm-hmm. You know, until something else that was just as, you know, Spicy. had just as right. much shock value. Cardi, of course, she had she got in through the love and hip hop door or whatever. Salute to her. She got in how she got in. Um, but she was one. And then now we, <clears throat> we see it happen. It's like with Megan, it's different because for one, we all from Texas. She from Texas. So yeah, we're gonna root for her off the muscle. But with her, it's like now we dealing with like this is kind of like scandal free. You know what I'm saying? And especially with the writing shit. Like, you know, you know, Meg, she she's very adamant about she write her own shit, and I believe her. You know what I'm saying? That's the that's the key difference. I feel like why the shift is happening. Like how I said, we see it. Like we see this shit. exactly. I feel like with Cardi, she kind of just snuck in there because then nobody really expect for her to like just oh, take off like yeah. that. Not on her rap shit. She got a good ass writing team. Exactly, mm-hmm. and she's they they got that formula pumping and that mm-hmm. shit work. They got a well oiled machine. So. But then nobody expect that or see that coming mm-hmm. as far as her being like Nikki's rival yeah. or her yeah. next up. So, but with Megan, it's like shit. Like I said, just seeing from a, uh, just from a nigga from Texas, from that perspective, shit. I've been and I I know, I know about Megan when she was killing niggas on the ciphers and shit. So, like that's that's another like growth type of thing I'm looking at on some of my inspiration shit. So for her, it's like. All right, we know she coming with it. And then, obviously, the sex appeal is there. So, I don't know. I feel like in order for it to be, like, a situation where women, just from a man's point of view, mm-hmm. honestly, I'm going to be real as possible. What it takes is 
is the content. Mm -hmm. If if the consumer has something to grasp on something other than the sex appeal, mm -hmm. the obvious, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Rhapsody is the perfect example of that. She's going to go and eat and tour and put out music and have a solid fan base mm -hmm. for the rest of her days. Mm -hmm. Why? Not because she's showing ass or whatever or playing on the sex shit with the wordplay or whatever, but because she has something that you know what I'm saying? She has substance. It's like this. It's like the situation because I like. I ain't gonna lie. I listen to a lot of female rap, mm -hmm. whether it's locally or it's on the national shit. I I hear the I shit ran through the city girl shit. You know what I'm saying? The Megans and the Cardis and the Nicky. But then I've also for like I said on, with the Rhapsody side of things. Um, it's this chick. Uh, well, Tink was always one of my favorites. Um, Drizzy, uh, yeah, just, just hard, chicks yeah. that have you know something content wise. So I feel like it's a double, it's a double, it's like it's not fair, obviously. Um, because y'all get judged on a different scale than mm -hmm. we do, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all gotta be checking niggas, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's gotta be like on some, like, have you ever, you know have you saying? already felt that? Oh, yes, especially. Just with me starting out, like I've had to, like they say, kiss a couple of frogs, I guess, and they didn't turn into princes, I guess, per se. You know, even working with different producers and shit like that, you know, they were like, well, what you gonna do with me type shit? I'm like, nigga, what yeah. the fuck? You got me fucked up. You know what I mean? So, I mean, Damn. I'm at a place now where, of course, I have my team together, you know what I'm saying? But getting there, you know what I'm saying? That shit was, that shit was bogus as fuck. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, a lot of things that women go through in this motherfucking industry. Like, I got some stories, honey. Man. <laughs> why, do, like, why is it like that? Why why do producers feel like they have to even cross that fucking line unprofessionally? That's disgusting. I mean, it is disgusting. Disgusting. Um, I, I, honestly, I can't answer that question. I don't it's know just, why. It's, it's just, having, you know what I'm saying? It's not having a... Like a, a mind for business. business. That yeah, too. There you go. There you go. Essentially, what it is, niggas like, because like I said, I'm a man. So at the end of the day, I know what niggas. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I know what's what going on. For what it is, is a lot of and what I will say, which I'm not gonna like ever try to excuse a nigga for not being professional in this place of business. But at the same time. If, if she coming up in there and that's the climate, that's the temperature she giving off, okay, then you're going to go through with it. But at the same time, like I said, if it falls on the level of professional, you know, just, just, you know, you'll, you'll put it like this. If the thing is, if the, if the bread is what's the objective at the end of the day, the ass is going to be the last thing. Exactly. No matter how fine she is, whatever work she might have got done, okay. or even she, if she just that, she, she just, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. If, if the bread, you know, you good. If, if, if the, if the success is what the objective is, he's going to play your part. He's yeah. going to do what, what's supposed to be done. Mm -hmm. yeah. like, and if he take himself seriously, you know what I'm saying? Because right. I know a lot, because I, a lot of producers like it's it's a it's a different thing, you know what I'm saying, from artists to producers as far as that whole dynamic with female artists mm -hmm. and female producers. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, it's like like I said, it's it's for one part, it, it's a it's the woman has a, a part of a, accountability in terms of how she's presenting herself exactly. in the situation, mm -hmm. and then 
the nigga has his part of responsibility in terms of how serious he takes his business and his craft at the end of the day. Because right. I know a lot of niggas who won't like, like, and they and it ain't just producers. It goes down like photographers mm -hmm. go through the very um, same shit. Yeah. Videographers, they go, yeah, you know, they'll come across them ones all the time. They'll fuck for the for the excuse me, children. <laughs> they'll they'll do that for the you know what I'm saying to get the job done. But then I had I know ones too personally who know I need. I need my bread. Yeah, I don't give a damn about X, Y, Z on that end of it. Like, so that's the way it should be. But unfortunately, like I said, we men, we niggas at the end of the day. So, I know hey, if it's there and nigga not like solid in his mind, Frank. Cause you know, if he and a single man can do they single man business, but obviously a lot of us, I'm a married man, so you know, us that's married in a relationship, you know. Pretty much, like I said, as far as the whole man woman dynamic and the and it being a, a double standard, it's 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 tricky. It's until, like I said, the content. I, I hate to have it like fall from my. I hate to have it fall on on the woman in that perspective because it shouldn't have to be that way. But until the content and, like I said, the the way you present yourself, mm -hmm. until that's and like even if you're doing the sexy shit, like. I'm cool with it, you know what I'm saying? Cause I, I look at things with an open mind. I like I said, I, I go and listen to some city girl shit, and then I'll go and go check out. Um, it's another. Uh, it's this chick around here. Uh, I guess uh, Erica Banks is her name. I don't know if y'all mm -hmm. familiar. Uh, just things of that as just something of substance like that as a consumer, as a male consumer. I'm like, okay, it, it prompts me. It's just the conditioning. But it prompts me to take her more seriously as opposed to one that I know is just they're going to talk the ratchet shit. They're going to talk the, the typical what's getting pushed. Like, yeah, that sounds good and that's good when it's in the club and we out having fun. But on a consistent basis. No, nah, I'm not. You know, and niggas not riding around mm. to that shit. No I way. mean, I value my brain cells. You know, yeah. I can't do the trap. <laughs> we, we put more value. Honestly, as men, we put more value on the women. On some miracle have, shit that's talking about something. Yeah, man, I, I consider myself a real lyricist. I done had a nigga try to hold my music because mm -hmm. I didn't want to go on a date with him. So from that point on, nice. I don't go to the studio without either my partner or like some other person with me. And that unfortunately, unless it's like, like if I go to a studio where it's like they reporting their taxes type shit on it, then I, I know I'm good. But other than that, like, you can't pay me. If you want to collab, you can come to where I record. But Pretty much. I done, y'all, I done tried to dress him down. Big sweats, pullover. It don't matter what you're talking about. Sometimes niggas just try to capitalize off the opportunity of the opposite sex. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't be that way. But from my experience, and I just, y'all, that's, I just started recording. And I done had like four or five run-ins with that. Niggas trying to hold my music. I done had to have niggas come with me, like, release her shit. That's like, crazy. That's crazy as well. It is, but you know what? There is a it's a wave of feminine energy, I feel like, that's taking over hip hop on its own because Ooh, of the internet. And it's not it, like so now it's like you can't really stop, you know, females from coming out or females from having a million followers or or this or that. You know, it's it's not so much of a blockage because there is the internet. So what I've always said because this question was asked a long time ago at a uh, conference. 
and uh, Rashida was there. And at the time, I think Rashida was there, Diamond, Crime Mob. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. It was a few more females that was out at the time. Trina was still doing stuff. But my thing was, as women, we have to be able to pull up the next woman. We have mm-hmm. to be able to, because there's plenty of female producers, mm-hmm. female DJs. Mm-hmm. It's so many women that's in hip hop. If we start teaming up with each other and making these feminine teams where we don't have to go through this uh, yeah. this male-dominated thing right. or this, this rite of passage with these men, yeah. Yeah, we don't have to do that because we already know as women how hard it is. Okay. So if we know that, then we need to start helping each other to get to where we need to go. It's nothing wrong with uplifting the next Let's woman, especially it. as black women. Like it's, I think we are taking a shift as, as far as that goes, and we forming more sister circles. We're uh, having more conversation. Black moms are starting to get together more. So when we have those type of groups, like nothing can really stop us at that point. And I'll be honest, like it's to me, <clears throat> like I agree with what you said, like as far as more like I've had the most positive experiences in business in music with black women from black period. Like with with the propaganda they try to push that shit about like black women not men, I ain't majority, if not all, the hundred percent of my experiences, it's been positive encounters mm-hmm. with black women. Like it, I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm not even in hip hop, and I I can say the same. Like, um, okay. I feel like even even as a, a a black woman, just like looking for venues to host my events, I have had a run in with a dude that thought he was gonna take advantage of me because he have um, power over a venue. Right. I'm like Nick. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, damn, building like I don't have options. Um, dealt with that, and you know, just like just doing business with dudes, it's like you know they'll try to shortchange me. Oh, I thought this is what you like to do. I thought this was your passion. Okay, that that should make you want to pay me even more because you know I'm gonna do what I need to do. But when it comes to like just solid business, just connecting and shifting and doing real elevating shit it's been with women and that's from like linking up with somebody a black woman in new orleans where she like come to new orleans and have the closet sales in new orleans a black woman in kansas come to kansas and have like even flow reaching out to me it's like brie i'm doing this fubu event be my stylist like No short changing, no, I'm a bad, like, it's just straight to the point. And we, we breaking bread together, you know? So I, I definitely agree with that. Unfortunately, like, whoo, you niggas (laughs) (laughs) and our industries. Love you and deal with you. That's true. Yeah, you definitely have to set the tone. The crazy thing to me is, it's weird in that, I mean, just even from the beginning, the time has always been POP. Power pussy. Mm-hmm. Always. It's a matter of, like I said, it's going back to presentation <laughs> for us. And then, uh, we big on presentation. Like, like, niggas are simple. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. see what we see is what we get according to sh- in our head. You know what I'm saying? So if you coming with it like that or whatever, then hey. But at the same time, if you standing your ground on whatever it is that you got going on, right. that a nigga's more opted to respect that. Right. That's just naturally, at least me, because uh, you know I don't know. I guess that goes in the upbringing and all that shit too. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you if you if it's business, you know what I'm saying? Then 
if like I said, if the niggas if essentially if he's serious about what he got going on and his business on your end as well, then shit ain't gonna be no issue. Mm-hmm. But I agree with the notion, honestly, yeah. It's more women on this planet than it is men. So hey, y'all have enough y'all got the numbers to create your own networks and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it shouldn't have to be like I said, like a kind of like competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, if that's what's necessary, then hey, I'm you know that's the only thing that I feel that I'm disappointed when it comes to Cardi and Nikki is that they played into that bullshit. Yeah. Like y'all, and they tried, yeah, they tried like to deny it for so long. Like oh, y'all allowed the media and social media to put y'all in this box where y'all like literally fighting at each other, and there's really no beef. Y'all can't even say why. It's just y'all just let it play out. But let's talk about some real shit right quick because I I just want to know this. Um, Earlier, somebody stated that Cardi B don't write her own lyrics. Do y'all feel like artists have to write their own lyrics? Hell, motherfucking yes. Okay. (laughs) You call yourself hip-hop, you call yourself an MC, I don't care. I don't care. You have to, you need to write your shit. That is the first element. It's MC and you got to write your shit. Move the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Moving the crowd is one thing, but you have to be the director of your pen. That's like, you you spitting somebody else's thoughts. That's not really me. You know what I'm saying? You're not spitting who you are. That's what hip hop is. You know what I'm saying? You get in a cipher and you freestyling. You're freestyling from yourself. But you 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 reciting somebody else's shit. It's just it's it's flawed. It's flawed to me. I don't know. I don't like it. Pineapples. That's what I meant to say. Okay, granted, singers. That's one thing. That's one thing. But with the art. Okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. no but I'm saying just in general, just where hip hop has started. Everybody is so about the money and they forget about the culture. We all have a responsibility. This is even if you want to think back in Africa, everybody's got their part to play to making sure that this doesn't die, per se. You know what I'm saying? The future. We have to think about the future. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you if you if you start something where oh well yeah now we're gonna uh, put a, a puppet. You know, she got a right a, a team of writers and shit. So this is going to be, you know, the thing. You know, we could just get any pretty woman up there and rap, and she ain't talking about she ain't talking about shit and not a goddamn thing. And they put her up there on the forefront, and all these these impressionable children are just taking it all in. She ain't got a lick of talent. Can't even put the pen to the pad. You know what I'm saying? It's absurd. <laughs> But that shit had soul. That shit had substance. You know what I'm saying? We listen to that shit now and it's just like, oh. So we can't apply that to hip hop? Not today. I'm going to take that. Okay, Crystal. Not mainstream shit. Hell no. I don't. So listen, I don't disagree as far as, like, I'm a writer. Before even, like, freestyling, that's really my forte. But before freestyling, like, I always wrote poetry. So that's where the rapper came. You mix music. Mm -hmm. I read a lot. I'm a music head. You mix that shit together, you get a rapper. That's how that shit happened. So as far as, you got to think of this thing as, it's, 
to be it's just art, right? So imagine somebody painting some shit. Mm-hmm. You got 30 people interpreting one fucking painting. I feel like that's how it is when a motherfucker write a song for somebody. You can write a song for multiple people, whoever delivered the best bam, that's your shit, that's your song. Beyonce, she's a top of the top. Niggas write her songs for days. So it's like when it comes to rap, it's less respected because of the culture of rap and hip-hop but as far as making it you making you less of an artist like i said i write all my shit point blank period because i take pride in it but i don't really necessarily it's a great area in that regard simply because it's like that'll make you less of a it may make you less of a mc mc but an artist man that you can't take the art from people because if i listen to some shit Mm -hmm. and i feel it and it resonate with me yeah damn you know i didn't think about the talk about i think about you know talking about x y z and you hear a motherfucker who done delivered that shit like that's it's all you 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 infuse you infuse the artistry of it all Mm -hmm. so it's like because we take so much pride in writing our shit Mm -hmm. it ain't gotta even be looking down on the motherfucker it's just like you know what you don't write, but you deliver this shit. Like, let's high five. Let's make this shit shake together. Like, I I wouldn't feel comfortable with nobody writing my shit because I just feel like if you got a platform to speak to people, for starters, it's all about the intensity. And then it's like if you're gonna have a if you're gonna have access to a group of people, utilize your access to elevate. Point blank. Period. So if you gonna if you happen to write my shit better than what I would have wrote to elevate. Go for it, nigga. Cause the bottom, the bottom line of it is to move. It's about ascending. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But and then too, you gotta think like, what if you wait, wait, wait. So you gotta introduce yourself because oh. I didn't get to do that yeah. earlier. Nobody called me. Yeah. Universe on the motherfucking mic. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes, I'm an artist of all sorts and, and magical things. Okay. So, but I was saying, uh, think about it like this too, though. Like, what if you have somebody that's just a talented writer that's more of a shy person because it takes a lot to entertain. Yeah, because yeah, you could yeah, be a yeah. cold ass MC, but mm-hmm. you could be like, timid. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like, your, yeah, your forte is more behind the scenes, but you like a, a dope writer. Even Wayne, I think he had uh, Gilly the Kid. You know, he was supposed to be writing some of his stuff. Like sometimes you on a move and you moving and shake somebody throw you a hook or somebody throw you a couple of good lines and you or some finish. chains in the car. Some chains in a car for the video purposes. Oh, oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, the whole yeah. image yeah. is yeah, 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 yeah. Give it's like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, it's a lot of things that that we exchange with one another. Sometimes, you know, what I'm saying sometimes it's just that exchange, it's like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like look, I'm good at this, you good at that. Let's just let me just slide this over here, yeah, and just let's make it happen. Let's put it out there. You gotta get out there some kind of way. What about you, Curtis Mays? Um, I think writing your own shit matters only if you out here woofing about being like that nigga. Like, you know, you can't, you can't. Like trying to take that best rapper alive claim or just like that top mm, whatever like you can't have no foot in the race when it come down to like coldest niggas of all time with this like you can't have no parts of that now when it come down to entertainment and like the just records and and just making the, the act of I mean music is a collaborative 
effort. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Some of the, our favorite songs are written by somebody other than who's performing the song. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? When it comes down to that part of it, which is why Cardi even has a, a, a lane to breathe in and drive in because at the end of the day, people just want to be entertained. Now, when we talking about like the trophies of this shit, you know what I'm saying? You can't tell me a nigga wrote Nas, uh, goddamn, uh, what's the, the, what is the name of this record? All of them, pretty much. All of them, but it's, it's a particular record off of the, off of the, off of the, it was written album, um, the fourth record, I Am A Gun. Pretty much, he's telling the story of a handgun being used by someone to kill someone else, and then he tells that story in reverse. You can't tell me nobody else wrote that shit for it. And I look at that, like, just that one in particular, just off the top of my head, like, that's one of the greatest, like, pieces of rap music ever created. Mm-hmm. And, and so if I was to find out, oh, this nigga wrote that shit, I was like that shit. I would be like, you know what I'm saying? So that's the difference. That's the difference. You know what I'm saying? On some like writing your own shit. You can't have no foot in the race on being the best nigga out here kicking that shit if you ain't write that shit. So how y'all feel about Cardi getting a Grammy since she didn't write her shit? For the songwriter shit? I think Nip should have. No. Or the album of the year. Oh, the album of the album year. Nipsey should have got, but Pusha T album was cold too. Daytona was, it wasn't long it enough, but it was cold. It was cold. And I love Pusha T. You got to think like Nipsey, when my kids got kids who can fucking jam this shit, like whether you working out, whether you going mm. through some shit, whatever. Like, I, I just pictured 20 years from now. At these award shows when we're doing twenty the twenty fifth anniversary of such and such, and are they really gonna get on stage and bust it down for Tatiana? I'm really trying to figure out how that shit's gonna sound. It ain't gonna. That's kind of like that's where we point. got some classic shit that we could still bump right now. Still be yeah, like that Lauren Hill, Lauren Hill got one fucking album. We yeah. still play that shit. <laughs> we still play that shit. Yeah, well, like, and she still sell out them fucking shows. Oh, no. Late as fuck. Late as fuck. Pause, pause. I got something serious to say. Y'all got one of them too. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, she called. <laughs> First of all, all of y'all is cold. That's the reason why I didn't want to like have a hip hop conversation without y'all. Like, duh. But yeah, like I, I feel like I feel like when it came to the the Grammy situation, the album of the year should never went to Cardi. Then when you gotta have a team, a whole collective of motherfuckers trying to decide on who's supposed to go up, they not, they're not gonna get it right. You know what what shit. Niggas ain't really like what people fail to understand, man. Like before hip hop got the culture got us like through some shit from day one. Mm-hmm. So you can't have a nigga in the boardroom telling me this get a grab because it is because you ain't been through what the real motherfuckers like the hip-hop has been through like that's that's what it was for that was a gateway to keep motherfuckers from doing x y and z 
and 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 they they dropped the ball for the masses, but you know it's hard to get disappointed when you know who got the strings to the puppet show. It's hard as fuck to get disappointed. And I I I, I think right there at that point, that's just where everybody should be on one mind. Easier said than done. But that's just one of the fear. It's like a fear mechanism. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and if there are enough people, enough artists out there that are putting out that sort of substance, it will definitely come into fruition. It's just everybody has to be in one mind. And you can't... I mean, even with my baby, I wish she would come up in there talking about fucking and I get some money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I am very mindful of the music that she listens to. Right. And I mean, just even with the type of music that I put out as well. You know what I'm saying? So... Everybody's got to do their part, I feel like, in order for it to get back to a place of, you know, the essence, where the true essence of it is. Like, the the genre is called trap. It's called trap. Just look at the basics. The ba- it's just, it's, it's right there. And it's just like, oh, I'm going to feed into it. You know, I'm feeling a little ratchet today. And I'm feeling a little conscious, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, it is what it is. It's whatever, you know. See, but I think you got. I think I think you got to keep a balance too. Everybody who's talking about trap and
Mm-hmm. I wish y'all seen my stuff. Turn up. Ah, it's coming. It's coming. Come on. Give him a break. Hey, these people are still mourning. Hey, how much you order? T-shirt? No, I ordered three things. Ah, man. You got to wait for it. I've been waiting. Okay, you guys. So we're going to wrap it up. Y'all want to do freestyle or what? What's up? Turn up. Y'all feel like it? <laughs> Just give me like one minute per rapper. Maybe. Five seconds, 30 seconds. Y'all need a beat or something? Next, you got us. What, on a beat? Yeah. Do y'all need a beat? No. <laughs> no, y'all need a beat? I just want to, I just want to, I just want to show, I just want the people to listen to real Dallas music, like we ain't trash. Really. Kick it off, ladies first, whatever. What y'all wanna do? Hey, lemon water cleanse my soul. I'm a piece of God. I'm a king, didn't go. Smooth finger roll. I'm a young Derek Rose. Ten years flat. I've been down ten toes. That's how long it took for me to decode the code. See, I could masturbate, ain't worried about no hoes. Hey. Man, I've been silent out the motherfucking pussy. Yeah. I got killer tendencies. Please don't push me. Yeah. 15 G's, what it motherfucking took me. You better come correct when you hit that fucking book in email. I got pain, I got struggle, I got reaper for sale. Yeah. I got smoke for the fire, I got heat for the barrel. I got kids, I got seven, eight deals in the mail. Hey! That was Curtis May! Yes! What's up? Y'all want to screw up? I can't flow for shit. All right. All right. All right. Uh, uh, let's see. <laughs> Yo. Yo. <laughs> Yo. Okay. Crystal X on the mic. I ain't gonna be shy. In front of fo-fo, nigga, why would I lie? <laughs> you never met a woman on my statue. I keep it so real and all you motherfuckers act <laughs> Shout out to F, that be my son. I swear to God, I got the motherfucking baton and I'ma hand it right to him. Pussy shit as he do it. I don't need a beat, hook, or no interlude. Just hey, speak with some hey. motherfucking mind to go hard. Crystal X the name, it ain't no Nicki Minaj, never been no fraud, fucking dog, I just do my fucking thing. On to the next championship, I got a ring. Hey. Hey. <laughs> time it is. Go so hard, nigga. This is how I live. I'm in the business of forgiving. These niggas that you living. Frown shit, I swear to God, the goals is what I'm digging. Never been a go digger, go get a go figure. And if I'm honest, man, I never needed no nigga fucking hey. trigger. Put them guns down. We got to save a people. I've been the first version, then my son going to be the sequel. Hey. 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 Yeah. 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 Yeah.
The panel meets the flower child. My blessings on blessings led to obsession. Haters and fakers been on the prowl. So much success, they like how. My time is now. Making a list, and I'm checking it thrice. Use a snake, not a man. Use a mice. Fearing no man on the mic. A woman MC from Triple D. Damn right, I'm nice. Yeah. Word slap a bitch like I'm Rick Slick when I spit. Wick, cut you quick, lickety split. Body was warm, now you cold as ice. Ooh. Yes, you bite, might. A knife to a gunfight. Lyrically killing you hoes. I don't mumble, bro. I write. The ghost of my pen. Two to the game. Hip-hop. It ain't the same. You gimmick rappers make my ass itch. No substance. You bogus. Mad lame. Got it fucked up. Remember the money. Forgot the culture. The show mm. the fame. You ought to be ashamed. Your words carry power and shape in this plane. The future is now, baby. Are you help or hindrance? Why you playing, nigga? Uh. Real MCs, like I really respect that. Thank y'all so much for giving me giving me the time. I really appreciate it. This was a dope episode. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Um, I'm gonna put all your information in the show notes. But would y'all like to sh tell the people how to follow each? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, uh, y'all can holler at me, Curtis Mays, uh, C U R T I S M A Y C, on all platforms Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everything. Oh, just Google Curtis Mays. All my shit pop up. Turn up. For sure. Okay, on Instagram, it's Crystal X underscore the greats. Crystal X underscore the great. Inspired by Nip the Great. On Facebook, Crystal Cool Johnson. Follow me. Turn up. <laughs> It's your girl Flower Child, aka Flozilla. You want to follow the kid? You can follow me on uh, IG at underscore F A O or F L O Z I L L A. Yeah. And keep tuning in to Bring More Productions. Of course, we got we got some dope shit popping off. We still got the closet sales, the fashion shows, and of course the podcast. Make sure you tune in every Wednesday. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Peace.